Hi and welcome along to another edition of the Halftime Team Talk podcast. This is Home Ground where football comes home. I'm Haikal, the host for today, the Arsenal fan. And with me, we've got one guest and that's Tiru, the United fan. How are you doing, my friend? All good, man. Finally, some swagger from United. <laughs> so today, we will both be discussing about what exactly happened with um, Getmar Hopp and the Bayern Munich fans during the match between Bayern Munich and Hoffenheim, as well as the 50 plus one rule that Bundesliga has. So stay mm-hmm. tuned. So Tiru, um, this 50 plus one rule has been around in the Bundesliga for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. Can you explain to us what exactly is? Um, te- technically, 50 plus one, um, it's an informal way of calling a rule which has been uh, established in the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it's one of the clause and regulations in the in the foot, uh, football league leagues uh, of Germany. Okay, uh, in order to obtain a license to run a football club, the club must hold uh, 50 plus one shares by its members. So uh, ultimately, pro- uh, protecting the club from commercial investments, uh-huh. which will only be 49%. Uh, if a commercial investment is coming in, it's only at 49%, which uh-huh. will not allow them to have any voting rights. Um, can I oh. stop you there? Yeah. Um, the first one, the first thing I would like to ask is, um, you mentioned German leagues, but this 50 plus one rule, is it only for the Bundesliga or all the uh, leagues in Germany? Not all, uh, yeah, all the leagues in the in Germany. Oh, okay. All clubs in Germany uh, are supposed to operate in such manner. Okay. Um. Yep. Just another one. Um. You said that forty nine percent can be um, um. The shareholder of the forty nine percent can be as one guy. Is that right? Yeah, that is the loophole in this in this rule, um, which I believe is is a is the case with Hoffenheim. Yep, and the fifty-one percent uh, is board members, but it can also be a major share uh, among a few people who can be part of the investor group, which belongs to the forty-nine percent, like uh-huh. RB Leipzig. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, there, are, I mean, I, I've I've read that fans actually have a you know shareholder in the club. Is that true? I am not sure about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, carry on where you was where I stop you. Sorry. Oh no problem. Um. Anyway, with this fifty plus one rule, it's it's quite an interesting situation because it is. I think it's the only one that uh only league, um other than the Swedish league, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, technically, the uh, in the world of football, Swedish football is not one of the top or the most enterprising ones, but the German league is. Uh, ultimately, the top four in Europe, and um, it's quite uh, interesting situation because you don't have this um, in the EPL or or the Serie A yep. or the Spanish La Liga. Yep. Um, and uh, after these three leagues, the fourth or the fifth top league would be the German league. I mean, uh, Bayern Munich has been dominating uh, Europe, mm-hmm. and they have also been dominating the Bundesliga. Yes. For the past six, seven years, uh, <laughs> by lifting everything that's on offer, pretty much. Okay. Um, but the question is: uh, Is this rule a good one or a bad one? 
Yeah. This is a question that is going to run in a lot of people's minds mm-hmm. when they have this uh, 50 plus one rule. Yeah. Well, there's a pros and cons to this rule. I mean, uh, the pros of it is that uh, the club remains with fans, 51% yes. of the shareholders who are fans. Um, so ultimately, uh, commercial investments cannot play a major part in the decisions of the club. For example, let me give you an example. Like Cardiff City, right? Mm-hmm. They were by East Asian company. I think it's a Chinese company. Then they changed the uh, album of the club, changed the color from blue to red. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and, heard uh, about that. Yeah. And the, and the symbol became a dragon. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, all these things uh, are happening because uh, you have single man control or uh, pretty much like Chelsea with Roman Abramovich. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, these things can be avoided in the Bundesliga and the club will remain with the loyal fans without going into commercial investments and uh, the club losing its identity with the fans okay. over the many years. All that loyalty and all that uh, trust they have put into the club for maybe uh, 50, 60 years, it will not go down the drain. Your club will remain the club that it is mm-hmm. without the, the issue. But the only problem is which I foresee or which I see as a problem is that uh, Bayern Munich can attract a lot of money and investments from the 49% mm-hmm. because they are the ones successful. So you have the big players going there. The big sponsorship is going to go in there. Mm-hmm. Right? And the exception for this rule, if you're looking at the exceptions for this rule, um, would be... Um, Two clubs who are owned by companies. For example, Bayer Leverkusen is owned by Bayer mm-hmm. Pharmacies. Um, and um, what's the other club? I think it's a... Is it a Wolfsburg? Yeah, Wolfsburg is owned by Wolfsburg. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you see that they the are already working class clubs which have been uh, in the hands of these companies since day one. Oh, Meaning that so, they need to have history. Meaning, when this rule was established, they were already in such manner. Okay, so it's like yeah. it's like um too much to change and like respecting the yeah, history of the club. Correct, and and that would not be happening if you have commercial investors coming in and buying clubs off the rack, mm-hmm. like what happened in the EPL, you know, with Portsmouth, um. Wolves and etc. You know, some some uh, investors they buy the clubs for to make a quick buck, yeah. But end up with a bank, uh, end up putting the club in the administration mm-hmm. and de- demotion into leaks and etc. So they're destroying everything that the club is all about. So to prevent this from happening, they have this fifty plus one rule. Mm-hmm. And as a fan, you're gonna say yes, it's a good rule because the club remains in the hands of the people who love the club. Yeah. Um, but yeah, continue. But if you don't have good commercial investment that comes in, you're not going to compete with the big the big boys. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, you know, yeah. That for for the case uh, in today's uh, today's uh, football terms, let's look at Wolves. You know the investment that is coming and the, the amount of money they are spending and trying to challenge with the big boys. Correct. Yep. So this is something that can happen. And um, if you want a, a pretty good example 
or the best example I can put forward to you is Chelsea. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they were they were a, a pretty good club, but now they are competing on a regular basis because of the money that uh, Roman has put in. Yep. Right. So this could happen to another club in Germany. So this rule is preventing that from happening. Mm-hmm. But which is the greater good? You just have to go with the greater good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. If um one 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 club that you actually mentioned but you didn't actually uh went to in detail uh RB Leipzig, they're actually owned by Red Bull, but um I'm yeah. pretty sure they don't have like uh extensive history like uh Volkswagen and Wolfsburg, but um uh, how did how did this happen? Um apparently there's a way to circumvent this rule. Um, Red Bull owns uh for nine percent. Okay. And some of their so-called employees or well-wishers own the other 51%. Okay. So ultimately, they are both uh, working hand-in-hand, thus giving all the rights to all the rights and decision-making to Red Bull or rather Rasenball Sport Leipzig. Oh, this is um, different to Manchester City's, um, you know, City Football Group, right? It's two different things. Yeah, it's two different okay. things. It's, it's it's a bit different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. You you have something else? Um. Yeah. So the four clubs that are in question for this rule, right? Uh, by Leverkusen and Wolfsburg. Uh-huh. Um. And in recent times, it's Hoffenheim and uh, RB Leipzig. Okay. And everyone in the in in Bundesliga hates RB Leipzig <laughs> because. Of, of what has happened in the recent times. And and in recent times, like pretty recent times, it's Hoffenheim. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, but do you know any, uh, actually what Detmar Hopp has done with Hoff- uh, Hoffenheim? Uh, can I leave that to you to explain what Mr. Hopp has done with Hoffenheim? <laughs> um, okay, give me a moment. Yeah. Um, I know he's the founder of SAP, um, which is a tool that a lot of companies use for procurement of items. Okay. Uh, it's internationally renowned. Okay, so uh, Diaba Hop is was actually uh, oh sorry is I'm not sure whether he still um, mm-hmm. does this as a software entrepreneur. Actually, it's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it was uh, SAP. Yeah, yep. He's one of the founders of SAP and um, together with uh, IBM employees. But not too much into that, uh-huh. more into football. So yep. um, he is the chief financial backer of the um, German football club Hoffenheim, which mm-hmm. is actually his childhood home. Uh, and that's where he played football as a teenager. Uh-huh. So um, he actually decided to invest some money into um, his former club uh, which was actually okay. the lowest tiers in German football at that time. Yep, correct. Yeah. So what he did was to pump in the money from um, the mm-hmm. lower tier up to the Bundesliga and and uh, I think they, they did they win a title? Uh, I'm not sure about okay. that. But 
I think they, they nearly won a title, but they did not win a ah, title. Okay. So, so, so um, I think one of the reasons why f- um, Bundesliga fans that are not Hoffenheim fans are against him is rather that he's the he's something like Abramovich, but what he did was instead of picking a club that's actually in the Bundesliga, he actually picked a club that's in the lowest tier but went up. But it's still uh-huh. against the the, I guess the rule of fifty plus one, by not having uh mm-hmm. you know like what you said fifty one and forty nine, but rather he's like the owner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. As to um, who do you think is actually right? Bundesliga, I mean, Bayern fans at the time, and probably I think Union Berlin also came out with a banner, if I'm not wrong. So it's like. Who's actually in the right in this case? Bayern fans or Dortmund? By the way, let me let me just say I, this: it's a bit um hypocritical for Bayern fans to be you know against Dortmund, considering that the amount of money that Bayern gets from sponsorship, they've been playing Champions League uh, mm-hmm. football every single season, so it's like money shouldn't be a problem for them. Yes, they could have they they might have uh, something against how Dortmund runs Hoffenheim. But then again, the money, if you take the Audi sponsorship and give it to the lowest uh, Bundesliga team, but, um, Bayern Munich will still be first. It's just that that lowest club could be somewhere um, in the mid-table. That's how I see it. It's a bit hypocritical for them to be uh, doing what they did against mm-hmm. Demahop. But again, it's not all Bayern fans. It's the one that feels um, this thing against Demahop. So back to the question to you. Um, who do you think is right and who do you think is wrong? This is one of the most difficult questions I've ever had encountered in football. <laughs> <laughs> who is right and who is wrong? Um, ultimately, uh, I think the Bayern fans or the Bayern yeah. ultras are wrong on this because um, I think the DFB, the, the, the German Football mm-hmm. Association, they have to be responsible for this uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they have to regulate on the 50 plus one rule and the 49% and how it works because uh, there, there seems to be ways to circumvent this rule in order to invest into, into a club. Obviously, if I'm a Hoffenheim fan or uh, I belong to part of the history of Hoffenheim as a youth player or maybe as a player, obviously, I'll be happy that my club has um, been promoted from, from the lowest end of, of the leagues and to the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, imagine yourself being in a Dima Hobbs shoes. If you had the money to invest in your club that you love and bring it up from the base of the league all the way up to Bundesliga, obviously you want to do it, right? So there's no... Um, I wouldn't say that it's, it's not... It's uh, it's wrong for Mr. Hobbs to think like that or to work mm-hmm. in that manner. But it's how the DFB controls yep. this. So I would, I would say it's the DFB's okay. fault. On this and and um, it's because um, the other teams are not getting the same amount of uh, revenue in order yes. to operate. Like for example, for example, uh, let me put in uh, if Schalke, Schalke zero four, right, were in a in a quiz position to have enough revenue and money to retain some of the best players, right? Um, you know the likes of Ivan Rakitic, mm-hmm. Ozil. Uh, Sane, Klasinac, Neuer, mm-hmm. Matip. Uh, yep. The list goes on. 
you know they they they, they could be still playing in yes. in Schalke. They still could be the blue half of her, you know. So you know it makes a lot of sense because uh, Dortmund won't have to lose everyone to Bayern yeah. Munich uh, and etc. So this is the unfair unfair side of it. But I think as a football fan, um, even with the fifty plus one rule uh, and the club belonging to the fans mm-hmm. technically, uh, German the German league has, has been one of the top leagues over the many years, and they have won the Champions League. So the teams have uh, regularly uh, won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Bayern Munich have reached the finals with uh, Dortmund uh, in, yep. in the case. 2013. Mm, so I think it's still it's still healthy. Yep. Um, um, and I think uh, the fans, I mean, uh, there was a period where I think the chairman of Hanover, mm-hmm. 96, Martin Kim, he wanted to abolish this 50 mm-hmm. plus one rule. And apparently... 32 clubs out of the 36 who are who are uh, involved in the decision making uh, voted oh. against it. <laughs> they did not. They did not want uh, commercial investments to come in and uh, and change the structure that the German clubs are operating mm-hmm. in. Which uh, so I think we still have to live with the 50 yep. plus one rule. Um, yeah, but in, if if the case is that if the German league uh, falls behind the coefficients, uh, UEFA coefficients. And becomes like the tenth league in Europe. Maybe things will change. Oh, there's actually a question I yeah, wanted but... to ask, but uh, let me just get back to that. Um, firstly, I just you you just um said about German fans. Um, one thing that uh-huh. I would say is that uh, I actually have a lot of respect for German um fans, and uh, uh-huh. I mean, that's just as that maybe every every German fans uh, mentality to be against this um breaking of the fifty plus one rule, but what I saw was that it was just a small minority. It's not everyone. You look uh-huh. at England. Correct. Okay, in England, the the biggest problem in England is the media. Every single time they go against yeah. uh, managers and players and this and that, and the second one would be racism. You look at Spain, you look at Italy, you look at uh, France, it's racism. But generally in Germany, you don't see that. You don't see um, media going against managers and stuff. Usually it's against the um, German football team, national team. But, but very rarely do, do they go against the, the German clubs. So it's it's a bit like, um, took me by surprise that this thing happened. And... I know there, there's there's always protest. German fans um always protest about uh ticket prices in the Champions League and stuff. But to be to be mm-hmm. you know having yeah. a banner against an owner of a club, that's just um something that surprised me actually. Uh, that that's the beauty of this uh, fifty plus one rule actually, you know it, um because of the fans they have the voting rights, they have mm-hmm. the power to decide on the fifty one percent of the shares. Um, this allows. Ticket prices to be affordable for fans, and also uh, the attendance across the German uh, divisions has been healthy. Yes, due to this, so you don't have people that you don't have people who cannot afford to come by to yep. a game or stuff. You know, so it allows the the the, the sport to grow instead of having it mm-hmm. priced out. So I think that that is one of the beauty beauties of this uh, uh, rule yeah. in place. Um, you actually mentioned about 
changing of the rules if um the UEFA co- coefficient goes um not goes upwards but yeah. downwards um do you think uh, what do you think uh, i mean how long do you think they will change supposedly if the UEFA coefficient is affected or the German national team is actually uh, affected uh i don't foresee that coming <laughs> for in a long time because um um uh if you see the the, the leagues that are closest to the top four uh-huh. coefficients right uh, would be possibly the french league okay or the or the dutch okay. league right um, so with the dutch league is going to be the same you're going to have youngsters come in and uh-huh. uh, move on to the bigger league on a big profit and uh, things will be still healthy because uh, they are known to produce young talents on a regular basis No, so that's going to happen. No, that's going to be still remain the same. But um, in the French league, you know, PSG is dominating everything due to the yes. money that they have. So that is also one way to you can put forward uh, a comparison to the 50 plus one rule. Uh, other clubs are still fighting to match up with the commercial investments that PSG mm-hmm. has brought in. Uh, but I don't see them, uh, the French league, going to be in the top four. Because the other teams are still falling short. True. Whereas in Germany, uh, that you have uh, teams who are fighting fighting for the championship on a regular basis. Uh, it's not Bayern Munich all the way. Okay. Um, even though the Bayern Munich might win the league, but um, there's somebody who, who's still chasing to win uh, yep. in the pack till the yep. last day. Perhaps it's not uh, going to be a one man or one horse race. Till the like ten uh, games in, uh, yep. left unless Pep Guardiola manages by Munich. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and unless uh, they buy everyone back from Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. yeah. So we have come to the end of the episode. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or had something to say, please leave them in the comments on our Facebook and Instagram page. Um, this has been something that's uh that's actually surprising for me. I thought that I would never, you know, I never thought that um, I would actually be talking about an owner and uh, a rival fans clashing just 50 plus one rule because that's how we mm-hmm. always uh, discuss but then again, this is football we can't really predict anything yep. true enough so um, true enough. we're going to end things here we hope you guys enjoy the show take care